There are three things pretty much that will get you probably to your goals and to your better self. Uh, first one is learning, learning new stuff. Second one is actually implementing what you have learned. And third one is adjusting things along the way as you see fit, because not everything will be working, obviously. Now, if you're listening to this episode, it means that you're in the phase one. And that's that's an amazing start. A lot of people don't even consume anything of value in terms of they don't learn anything. They just waste their time. And if you are someone who is working on him or herself by listening to to the educational podcast, then I want to applaud you. And I want to tell you not to miss the other two phases also, which are to pretty much do what you learn here and to adjust along the way. Speaking of learning and adjusting, uh, just a shameless plug, I am doing strategy calls with people, as you've heard if you've listened to this episode. Uh, But the only way to apply for the call is by contacting me directly on Messenger, Miodrag Milenkovic, or uh, if we are not friends on Facebook, just go at affiliatejourney.co slash Miodrag and you can find my Facebook link over there and connect with me there uh one more thing before we dive into the episode uh if you are not yet a part of affiliate marketing elite i would love for you to join it's a free facebook community that i'm running for affiliate marketers and we are growing like we added i don't know 30 40 members in just a week so uh, i mean for some people that's not a lot but since we were under 200 that's pretty pretty rapid growth and i'm happy so i would love for you to join us now uh, it took some time but if you are listening to this episode this is the friday portion where i'm releasing interviews with six seven and eight figure marketers earners affiliate marketers and where i'm diving into their mindset strategies tips and tricks that they have used to reap their enormous success and share them with you so that you may implement that in your business and every tuesday i'm releasing solo cast episodes where i'm diving more deep into my own story my struggles my wins my strategies and such so if you're not already subscribed i would definitely advise you to do so not to miss any of the new episodes as far as this episode i already took a lot of your time as far as this episode we have someone who has been in digital marketing industries for over 10 years Mind you, the majority of time he was employed, but that doesn't diminish his knowledge because he was working for pretty big companies and he has a very powerful story. Uh, I love it because it portrays that it's not all like pink and nice, pink and nice and dandy uh, being an entrepreneur. We face a lot of struggles and uh, what happened to him like recently uh is a testament to that so listen carefully and know that there will be struggles on your journey as well but i have no doubt in my mind that you can overcome them if you stick together with other entrepreneurs and like-minded people so without further ado i present to you yoshka
Hello, everyone. Welcome back. You're listening to Affiliate Journey, and I'm your host, Miodrag Milenkovic. Today, I have a good friend of mine, Mr. Yoshka, to the show, and we did a little talking beforehand. He has been in the industry for 10 years, and it's in digital marketing, which we all of us are learning. So I'm really, really anxious to dive into his knowledge and what he has learned in these 10 years. But before that, I want to warmly welcome you to the show. Hi, man. Thanks, man. Nice to be here. Nice to have you here. And as always, we are starting with like the question a bit about your background story. And why did you choose to work online and not at like corporate nine to five, man? Sure, sure, sure. All right, let's uh, let's uh, take me dive in. Um, I let's start at the beginning, don't we? Um, I was always interested in in becoming an entrepreneur and creating something, uh, becoming someone, or inventing something or stuff like that. And um, I know the usual stuff, getting rich and famous along the way, um, which <laughs> was a very bad goal, um, but. Um, that's another story. Um, so over the years, I tried a lot of stuff, tried to build a lot of businesses, um, had a lot of great business ideas, a lot of bad business ideas as well. And they all had one thing in common, and that is that they all failed. So um, I really put a lot of failures under my belt. And so I had no other choice but to go on the traditional career path. Um, I uh, started in a digital marketing agency at some point, and that was the first click for me. So everything I did before that was okay. And it, I mean, you know how it is, it was work. It wasn't great. Um, you had to do it to pay your bills. Um, when I got into uh, digital marketing um, in the agency, that was the first aha for me because personally, I'm a guy who likes to optimize stuff. I like to, to work on myself, get better myself. Um, I'm a biohacker as well. So I really, I really into that optimizing thing. And at that point, I learned that I can't only do it on myself and on my life and everything. But there are ways I can do it in work as well. Because in digital marketing, you have numbers. You can try stuff out and see what changes. And so you can always get better. And some things work and some things don't. And I really fell in love with that and quickly worked my way up the career ladder there. Um, I've become uh, one of their trainers. So all the people, new people coming into the agency, I trained them all. Um, and I got a leadership role, uh, started my own team. We had four different um, um, teams there. We all did performance marketing, so paid advertising. And the team I, st I started um, was completely um, with new people I trained. And we very quickly uh, became one of the highest performing teams in the agencies. Uh, and that was great. And I. Uh, Met my wife, my wife there. Um, I trained her myself, so <laughs> that's uh, yeah, kind of funny. And at some point, my wife and I decided that we want to have kids. And 
Then she got pregnant and I went to my boss and I told him that at some point uh, we will leave the agency because we will move back to her hometown that we have her support system um, around us in this new life situation. And you know what his response was? Well, they fired me. Oh, wow. um, they they fired me because um, I wanted to have kids and I don't know, maybe it just didn't fit into the culture. Um, maybe it was because they did a lot of restructuring at that point and they gladly fired everybody who doesn't want it into that, be into that new culture, I don't know. Um, that was really a shock. It came completely out of the blue. It was definitely not performance related because um, everything went great. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's how things were. Um, and I had to move on. Uh, we moved to her hometown. I've got a new job. Everything was good, okay. And after a while, I've got a, um, a job offer for very high paying leadership role here in a German fashion retailer. Um, and I was, uh, I took it, of course, was responsible for, I don't know, a couple of millions in revenue, um, for the whole online communication. Um, so the e-commerce store, um, all social media, PR, everything. And that was a great learning experience, a great experience overall. And after two years, my wife and I decided that we want to have another kid. And then we've got two, so we were expecting twins. And um, again, I went to my boss, um, did the same mistake again. I told him that we were expecting, and when the twins are there, then I want to take some time off and go on parental leave. Not forever, just for a couple of weeks or so. And you probably know what happened. Same thing again oh wow they fired me they fired me i was fired now twice for wanting to have kids and then spending time with them i mean who has kids and spend time with them that's crazy no um and you should have known better was really a, a changer for me um this was really a game changer for me i was completely i don't know um pushed into nowhere um then i had all the time in the world um but i had no income anymore three kids to feed uh but still on that day i i swore to myself that i will never be employed again that i will never go back into a work culture where you get punished for having kids uh, where you get punished for wanting to spending time with your with your family and everything and that was just a no-go for me. And on that day, I found the, the drive. I always lacked in all my trial and error failing businesses before. And um, still, it took me some time to get over everything. I'm completely honest about that. But um, then I founded my, my, um, my own agency. I um, got my first client orders by accident. And <laughs> it all um, grew from there. And this, it, it, was, it was good. Um, I could work from home. We were completely remote. And so I had time with my family. I still had great work. 
and uh, the money was good too, so everything um, was great, um, more or less. And um, you know how it is, then Corona uh, came along, the whole pandemic crisis thing, and uh, it took out all my clients. They all went out of business, at least temporarily, and yeah, so here I am again. Um, again, I'm standing on the brink of nothing. Um, need to start fresh, but that's okay. That's cool in a way. Um, and I'm, I know that sounds crazy, but <laughs> I'm excited about that because uh, before that I was, I had no specialty. I was more or less an all-on do-everything guy. Um, and now I have the chance to 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 niche down and really specialize on something I'm fascinated by for for some time now, and that is challenge funnels. Um, so creating challenges to get people into your business and um, engage them, train them, and make them trust you, and then convert them to clients. Um, the fascination started a while while. Um, um, I just spread my wings and, and um, was looking where I could get more and more information, more education about digital marketing. And I stumbled across the One Funnel Away Challenge. Probably a lot of people are aware of. And um, that was my first challenge experience. And um, as a guy who liked to optimize himself, um, I'm always ready for a challenge. And so it just, I don't know, it clicked for me. and. Yeah, so that's my goal now. Man, that's quite a story and a lot of ups and downs, like especially yeah. with losing job twice, now losing a lot of clients and a lot of people got out of business and a lot of people are unemployed. So this time came really, really hard for a lot of us. But yeah. what struck me is I think you have that entrepreneurial spirit which is a lot of people would maybe give up after first or a second big failure like that. But mm -hmm. what what pushes you? Like what motivates you when it gets so hard to push even harder back? Good question. Um, as I said, I'm always up for a challenge. And when things are too easy, um, I get bored and get nothing done. Um, so. I need a challenge to really push myself over the limit of what maybe I think I'm capable of. And so, yeah, I thrive in situations where everything is on the line and you need to do it now or never. Um, and I'm kind of stubborn too, so not really um, one who easily gives up. And um, as you said, I have that entrepreneurial spirit in me. Uh, maybe it was passed down through the genes of my parents. They were both, in, both entrepreneurs as well. Um, and so maybe I was just born that way. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's uh, how it is. And I, I don't know, I tried so many different things over the years. I've gone into network marketing. Um, I wanted to become a personal trainer, a musician, an actor. Um, I launched my own magazine. I created a conference and I don't know, tried a lot of stuff over the years. 
And don't you feel like at the end you are happy that a lot of them failed? I know from my personal experience, for example, when I dove into the online world and beforehand I didn't know about affiliate marketing or entrepreneurship, any of those stuff. And I tried to like answer surveys for some buck or to do capture or some silly things. And Mm -hmm. it's funny, had they worked for me, I probably wouldn't be here talking to you. So I'm kind of in a sense grateful that all of them failed, which got me to where I am now. So it's funny how it turns out. Now, a lot of a lot of the audience are like online marketers and you have a lot of experience in digital marketing. So what are some core things that you have learned along your way, uh, whether it's corporate work or in your own agency? Like what are some core marketing tips that you would give to audiences and have in mind that majority are affiliates? but also they mm-hmm. need to know digital marketing regardless. So yeah. what, what would you yeah. share with them? Um, uh, first thing, because that was one of the biggest um, ahas for me, um, is that marketing for entrepreneurs and small businesses is completely different to marketing big companies. So working in the agency, I was used to spending um, I don't know, six figures every month in advertising. And um, when you switch from that and think you know everything, and then you start from zero and have just, I don't know, a couple of thousands maybe, if you even have that much um, at the beginning, um, it's a completely different game. And advertising on small businesses is way harder than if you do it for the big company. And so for people who are just starting out and getting their feet wet in paid advertising and getting burned, um, I just wanted to, to, to give them a way that it gets easier. Not only because you will learn more, but when you have more money, you can try out a lot of stuff and learn a lot faster because with more traffic, um, with more interactions and everything you have, um, you just have more data and you can optimize everything a lot faster. And so the um, the route from launching something to making it successful um, is, I don't know, a lot shorter. So for the people starting out, take your time, learn your trade, because the payoff comes, I don't know, after months or maybe even years, um, because you don't have that kind of budget. And so this is one thing. And also, independent from what you're doing, if you're doing organic or paid, I mean, I'm absolutely no specialist on organic traffic. so paid advertising is kind of my thing. Um, and what I have most experience in uh, from the past, um, you need to get their attention. So when you do paid ads, sometimes the stupidest, stupidest thing is um, what drives the most traffic and most conversions um, because it gets their attention. So when you're just doing, I don't know, 
taking the usual stock photo everybody else is using as well and writing the same caption everybody else is writing, then why should you surprised when you when the results you have are just not there? Because you're doing what everybody else is doing. Um, and when people are scrolling through their feed, they are not actively looking for what you offer. They are there for entertainment, for meeting friends, learning something, but they are not there uh, to buy from you, if they even know you. Um, so yeah, you really need to make them stop. Um, and then you have the different um, option, for example, if you advertise on Google Ads, because there you have the searchers, the people who are actively looking for solutions. Maybe are not quite there ready to buy right now, but they have the intention of that. So I know that Facebook advertising is all the craze or um, people just getting high on TikTok and everything, um, which is great. And they're all very, very good solutions. But if you have the right products or services, then maybe you should try Google Ads. That could be a shorter route for you because the people are already looking. Um, so yeah you mentioned something important and i found it to be important also in like organic traffic and especially with affiliate marketers this is the mistake i've been seeing you said if you were to run an ad and you use like the photo that everybody is using and the same copywriting and whatnot like you're mm -hmm. not gonna stand out and I've seen a lot of people, I don't want to drop names, but in the Facebook circles that I'm playing in, and there are a lot of affiliates, mind you, they use organic traffic, but they make the same mistake. They're using the same cover photos, which is like the equivalent of a stock photo for an ad. And they're using the same uh, post call to actions, which is equivalent of yep. the same copywriting in the ad. And basically they're seeing no results. And I think it's the same problem. Like when you're the same as everyone else, you are just another one of those. So it's really, really important to separate yourself and actually get noticed. So yeah. you you said you had a lot more experience with paid advertising. Could you share with the listeners what what is maybe something unexpected that you were doing over the years that was yielding better results and you would have never assumed something that got the better attention, the better success rate, whatever. Like, is there something that people would not expect or you weren't expecting? Um, hmm. One of the biggest things I had to learn is to I mean, in advertising, you have you have a couple of power words. Let's 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 call them that way. So, if it's I don't know, free, trendy, um, I don't know, sale, those are power words where you just know that they work because people are just I don't know, attracted like flies to the light to that. Um, and when something is on sale, they all are are coming like crazy. Um, but what is important is to match your copy, um, your text, um, the, the 
the phrases you use to the audience. So this is what was one of the hard lessons we had to learn in the agency back then. Um, we were um, we um, were contracted to promote um, an hip hop fashion store, and we were using the the same language than if we would um, advertise. Um, I don't know. A, a different fashion store, one of the, I don't know how they are called. Um, and it just didn't work at all. And at some point we tried out on a, on a hunt, I don't know where it came from, to throw all the hip hop terms we know in there and um, really um, written it in a language we would, we would have never used ourselves. Um, in advertising um, and in an instant in turn from a complete disaster um, into um, an awesome running um, sales machine. So it's really it's important how you tell things, how you say things. And this is again, what you, what you just said um, in the affiliate marketing, um, um, feel where you are around and um, where I have a, a little bit of interest in as well and have a lot of people in my friend list um, who are working in affiliate. I probably see the complete identical postings, I, I, I don't know, five times a week from five different people and they all use exactly the same um, copy, um, which I don't know, is crazy and is it you, is it regarding free leads on auto unlimited leads on autopilot or something yeah 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 exactly yeah, we, were, <laughs> we were referring to the same thing yes yeah. i know what you're talking about probably listeners do too a lot of them are yeah, from yeah. facebook as well yeah 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 and i i i can't understand that and this um to be honest was one of the reasons why i did not chose to become an affiliate right now. So I really thought about um, when I lost all my clients and I had to reevaluate what to do now, I really thought about, do I want to create something new or do I just choose a proven product and sell it? Uh, I mean, sell a product is what I always did all my life. I know how to do it. Um, and I'm not so well versed in creating my own stuff because this, this is not my comfort zone. Um, but this is exactly the reason why I chose to go on my own um, because I don't want to be like everybody else. I mean, if you ask any one of them, hey, it's, is it your dream life, your goal in your life that you are one of a thousand copycats? they would probably all say no, but they never thought about that. They just, I mean, if it's working for them and if it's the right thing for them, that's great. Some people just need a plan and a strategy and the exact steps laid out and they just follow along and at some point um, they will learn a lot more, a little bit more and become successful. Um, and for some people, that's great. Um, 
I'm just not one of them. So as I said, I always had that entrepreneurial spirit. I always wanted to create something. So yeah, for me, um, becoming a full-time affiliate just wasn't my thing, even though I do a little bit. So, um, I mean, I specialize in challenge funnels now and challenge funnels, at least for me, are more or less made famous through ClickFunnels, uh, the company, um, through Russell Bronson and the other guys. And so when I help someone create a challenge, then I will probably use ClickFunnels for that. And then I probably will make affiliate commission through that. So yes, I'm building that too, but it's not my focus. If they already are in affiliate, uh, are um, subscribed to ClickFunnels, awesome. I'm not there to sell them ClickFunnels. It's just a byproduct of what I do. That's actually a powerful way to do affiliate marketing. A lot of big guys that are not labeled as affiliates are actually doing it. And to your point about like when a, affiliates approach this uh, in the manner in which you said, like like everyone else, usually. 99% of them are not successful in that way. And I love what Jenna made. And actually I had her like five or 10 episodes ago. And she mm -hmm. said that you should be your own sales page, like brand yourself. Yes. That's the, the main thing. Like don't, don't be, as you said, like copycat of the others, like be your own sales page. Uh, okay. Let's, let's now dive more into challenges i've been through one funnel away challenge it was mm -hmm. one of the best trainings i went through uh what spiked your curiosity around challenges and why did you decide that you want to strive towards mastery in them um well it, just like you said um the one funnel away challenge um is one of the best trainings and even for me um, as a very experienced digital marketer, it was it was a brand new experience. I've never gone through a challenge like that before, and I had no really clue how to market myself before that. So one thing I regret probably the most in my whole digital marketing career is that I never started to brand myself. I always work for other people, for other companies, but I never work for myself. Even when I started my own agency last year, I not really work for myself. I did nothing. So even if I'm in the game for almost 10 years now, nobody knows me. And if I had started, I don't know, my own podcast 10 years back, um, if they already existed back then, I don't know. Um, but I don't know, a YouTube channel, whatever it is. Um, then I have no idea on what level I would already be. So that's probably my biggest regret that I have never started that um, earlier. And one of the biggest recommendations I can give to, to everybody else, um, just, I don't know, start publishing. It doesn't matter if you're a blogger, if you're a YouTuber um, or a podcaster, just do something and build your own fucking brand. Sorry for, for the phrase. Um, so, Preach, um, brother. I sorry, just quick interruption. I interviewed Samit Patel, and he he's been into online borders over fifteen years, 
help raised over $30 million online. And when I asked him, like, it was a question regarding the his biggest regrets. It was the same thing. He was like, I wish I started branding myself more, started publishing more, going on more podcasts and other stuff. Like, that was also his biggest regret. And here's to the, every listener who is still not consistently publishing, just do it. Sorry for the exaction. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no worries, it's all good. Um, so, uh, yeah, with that out of the way, um, why challenges? Um, again, I think it's just in my nature. Um, I'm a very competitive guy. Um, I can lose in a game and <laughs> don't lash out like other people but i don't um like it that much and if possible then i always try to win and in a challenge it's in an online challenge like like we are talking with the one final away challenge for example it's a challenge you're doing for yourself so you get a plan, you get a strategy, you get coaching every day, and you can improve something in your life, in your business. And if that works, then just by nature, you bec become a fan of the person um, who helped you achieving that result. And that is why I like challenges so much. Um, I mean, Let's talk about lead magnets. So a lot of people are doing, I don't know, an ebook as a lead magnet to get people into their business um, or, I don't know, a 25-step checklist or anything like that. And <clears throat> I don't know how many people download that and never, ever, ever have even one look at that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm in the same boat. I have, <laughs> I don't know thousands of hours of, of knowledge um, on my computer, which I have never looked at. And you can't do that in a challenge. I mean, of course, you can sign up and never, um, ne and, and never participate. But if you partic participate, then you automatically first get a result. If the, the, the person who, who does the challenge is any good at least. <laughs> um, you automatically get a result. So uh, you already have the first win under your belt. Um, it automatically, as I said, makes you relate to, to your coach. Um, and for the coach, it has all the benefits as well because people who are going through the challenge are automatically pre-qualified they are your buyers they want your stuff because they did all the work you laid out for them once so i mean you can completely automate a challenge if you would like to do so um and then you have an automatic system that just runs on autopilot getting people into your door qualifying them and then you just have to convert the highest engage people possible and everybody else doesn't matter that much um yeah, but still even even though you already have their email and maybe they are not ready yet but like with every other lead magnet of course maybe they are ready in two weeks or in four years 
um, and you can just remarket them and send them an, uh, an email every time you like. But if they have gone through your challenge, then you just know that they like you and that they like your stuff. And, yeah, it, um, it was brilliant, brilliant move from Russell when he created yeah. a challenge like he's not making a lot of money from the challenge, especially him giving away 100% commission to the affiliates, which does two things. Like first, it gets people to really promote it and it's a proof like they're insane just promoting OFA preaching like it's, I don't know, Holy Grail or whatever. And second thing, he did it to actually increase the customer base. So I think yeah. if I saw the numbers right, he was around 80,000 people using ClickFunnels. Then after a year and something, he crossed over 100K and the majority mm -hmm. of which came from actually one funnel away challenge because as you said, he was qualifying them and they went through one funnel away challenge and then they realized, oh, I need a funnel. And yeah. basically they became raving fans. Plus he got them to promote to each other and yeah, he's a brilliant guy. So if someone, if someone was to start a challenge, like what do you actually want to do to teach people how to do challenges themselves or how to start an agency or what will your challenge be about? Um, my goal is it to help people create their own challenges. So I'm offering done for you services as well, but um, what I want to become in the end and what I like most, I mean, I've done digital marketing for almost 10 years now. Um, what I would love to do is to become more in the role of, I don't know, um, an educator. Um, a mentor um, guiding people through um, the different stages in their business and helping them implement um, a challenge which is in my um, in my eyes one of the best lead, ma lead magnets you can have and if you're using ClickFunnels or some other platform um, it doesn't really matter it's also pretty easy to create of course, there's a lot of stuff you can optimize on, but just having a challenge and creating a challenge is super fast to create. Um, and then you have it there. Just, I mean, do you want to spend 20 hours writing an ebook or, I don't know, 10 to 20 hours creating um, the challenge? Um, if you even need that much, you probably don't. And then you have the challenge ready, you have people qualifying, they can automatically add it to your Facebook groups and everything. So you're building a lot of different assets at the same time. So my recommendation is think about your business and what is one result that is a precursor to the product you actually want to sell. And what is one result you can, you can give to them that they desperately want and which helps them change their life if you want to say so and then you create a challenge about that and the product you actually want to sell is the next logical step in the sequence for them and so yeah. you fulfill a need they have and give them and sell them then um, the next best 
thing they know they want and they know they need and um, which also drive conversion rates um, up a lot. So yeah, think about what is the thing they need to accomplish before they buy your product. I love that. So tell me, for example, because it went over my head. I'm now that I quit my job, I have some plans and I was considering also doing a challenge. So mm -hmm. if you were like to advise me now, if I'm like, okay, I want to do a challenge. What or yeah, someone? Let, let's do it. Let's create a challenge for you now. Or someone listening who wants to maybe potentially do a challenge. Like, what steps would you advise them to take at the beginning? Like, how how long should the challenge be? How how much actual information should it be in? Like, is it hours and hours every day? Is it like a month? Is it like two weeks? What what are some your general advices around it i think i think um especially if you're just starting out and don't have that huge name out there um i uh, would not start with a paid challenge um but just do a free five to maximum 14 day challenge um as your free lead magnet and as the the gateway to get people into your world um so i would settle probably to five days to make it easy um so that you can get people a fast result um and when you're starting out especially you don't have that huge pile of knowledge you can um, um i don't know build upon days and days and days and days of training um so creating a five-day challenge is more or less pretty easy to do even if you're just starting out. I mean, I don't know the exact um, phrase uh, now, but for, the, for other people, you are an expert when you're just one chapter ahead. So for somebody who just opens the book, when you have already read the first chapter, you are an expert on the, on the topic for them. Um, and so just educate yourself on one thing and then create a challenge out of that that can be done in a week. And after a week, you have that thing out of the way and can build upon that. Um, so now <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, but, but still. Um, so I would suggest doing a five-day free challenge, maybe seven days, but not more, um, because you can get people a quick result. Uh, you need to think about if you want to automate it or doing it live, I don't know, every two weeks, three weeks, four weeks um, to build anticipation. Um, everything has advantages or disadvantages. If you're doing it um, on automation, then people can sign up and start right away, um, which can help um, boost the actual show up rate um, because when you are running it, I don't know, every four weeks, then it's just natural that you lose a couple of them who have signed up um, and they will never show up because over the next two, three weeks, they just lost interest, life got in the way. Um, and um, then you can do all the retargeting and email sequencing in the world. They will never again um, show up. So 
But when you're doing it live, on the other hand, you have higher engagement rates because people can actually interact with you. You are really there for them. You can answer questions you have, uh, they have. So yeah, you need to decide, do you want to go automation or do you want to go the manual route? Um, you need to find the great topic. And of course, um, the right people you want to sell it to. But you should have that anyway when you when you have a business. Um, even though I have the feeling some affiliate marketers don't have that, they just have their friend list on, on Facebook and try to market to them, um, which probably can work a couple of times because some people are always interested in that, but then they need to find new people um, um, without a clear strategy, I don't know. But know who you want to sell to, know what are their needs, pick one need you can fulfill in just five days or seven days, create that challenge, um, use ClickFunnels or whatever software you like, super easy to do. Um, you don't need a huge sales page, even though a couple of things should be in there, um, and then have them run through a challenge send them daily, daily reminders um, that they are actually showing up. Um, and then on the last day, on the fifth day or seventh day or whatever, um, you make your sales pitch. And if you get that more or less right, um, then you will make sales. I love that it doesn't require that much time. And... We are always fighting with attention, especially now it's really low. So I love your advice about being around five to seven days challenge. Yeah. I was considering doing something shorter like that as well in the future. And yeah. quick result, really important that dopamine hit for people to be like, oh yeah, I'm in this, let's let's rock this. Yeah. Uh, really, really good advices. <laughs> All right, man. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. So if some of the listeners are interested in the maybe running their own challenge or if ju in just connecting with you online, where is the best yeah. place for them to find you? Well, you can find me on Facebook, of course. I have a free Facebook group. It's called Challenge Funnel Insiders. And you can also um, uh, join my free five-day challenge where I train you on how to create your own five-day challenge um, on createyourchallenge.com. And uh, yeah, would love to have you uh, and help you on your way to create your own challenge and kickstart your business. That sounds awesome, man. And everything he has mentioned, you can find at affiliatejourney.co slash Yoshka, or I'll spell it out in the, in the outro probably. For the people not knowing how to find it and again thanks so much for your time and your wisdom my friend it was a pleasure thanks for having me it was a great experience yeah it sure was all right everyone thank you so much for listening and or watching uh don't forget to subscribe whether you're listening or you're on youtube and until next time goodbye everyone
All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening and sticking to the end. I hope you got some value. If you want to connect with Yoshka or myself, and if you want to learn more about challenges or run one of your own, uh, you can go at affiliatejourney.co slash Yoshka. And to spell it out for you, it's J-O-S-C-H-K-A. Uh, just go over there and you can find his links, connect with him, run your first challenge. I'm thinking of running mine. And also you can connect with me, schedule your strategy call. In the meantime, don't forget to subscribe. Don't, don't forget to leave a review also if you're listening on Apple or iTunes. And until next week, cheers for your success.